Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. Today we're going to talk about what I call the limitation network. Now, I actually tried to record this yesterday and based it on something I had written before, and it still just wasn't working, even if I just read it verbatim. So I backed off and let it go. And this morning, I opened up a drawer, and it was a mess. And I realized that I had a set of four drawers that were all a mess, primarily because when we moved in 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, we just put stuff wherever we put stuff just to get moved and just to get in here. So I took the time to go through those drawers today. And of course, I came across quite a few things that I don't need anymore, that I could let go of, uh, half-empty bottles of things, I don't know, just the stuff that accumulates. And then a little bit later, I went into another cupboard in the kitchen, and I was looking for something, and I picked up a prescription bottle that was half done, and it was it's said to discard it in 2019, which meant I probably got it in 2018. So that got me to thinking about all the stuff that I'm carrying, not necessarily consciously. It's not like I, obviously, I'm not conscious that I have a prescription that I put away and didn't finish because I didn't need to, by the way. And I thought, what am I carrying that I don't want to have anymore? Not and, and, and I want to be really clear, this isn't like I, the, the, the kind of things that you know are bugging you and you're just, you know, repressing them, you're stuffing them. It's the other things that have just kind of always been there and you kind of know about them and you kind of look at them once in a while, but they don't really get in your way, so you just move on. And it was then that the ideas that I was working with yesterday about limitation network came together. And it's like, we all walk around with these ideas of limitation in our heads, and they're not conscious. They're not things that we're necessarily stuffing. They're just there, and we motor along with them, and they get in our way, and we kind of just don't look at them because we're not really aware of them. Limitations are self-imposed. Now, I know that sounds a little ironic and a little uh, confusing because we're not even aware of most of the limitations that we carry with us. And even when we look at them, we often think that they were imposed on us by other people. So let's look at this. First of all, what I wrote was, you can overcome your self-imposed limitations even if you have a personality that conforms to that idea of limitation. Indeed, the natural personality and the life experiences are the way you set up your limitations in the first place. And that, of course, applies to all of us. You know, and then we beat ourselves up for buying into limitations set by others. But when we look at re what really happens, we can see that when we are uncomfortable with something, we make ourselves comfortable by putting up barriers, and thus we create limitation. We don't set up these limitations because someone else makes us do it, but we don't set up these limitations because someone else makes us doing it. We do it to get ourselves more comfortable. Here's another way to look at it. Take a look at things that you rebelled against or the times that you did something your own way in spite of the, quote, guidance that was being sent your way and ask yourself why you created a limitation in one instance and in another one saying, no, I've got to be me 
in another. It could have been because you were too uncomfortable to push back or you didn't feel strong enough or competent enough to strike out on your own. And so you decided to create an excuse so you wouldn't have to face it. Now, this isn't meant to sound harsh. It's just an insight into how over time we all build little walls here and there, creating little obstacles for ourselves. You know, this is both a mental and an emotional construct. Imagine an obstacle course with different things that get in your way. You can let them stop you, or you can rise above your thinking and fear and then leap over them or crawl under or go around. When you change your thinking, you see more options. And of course, when you see more options, you're able to make more changes in your life. But let's go back and talk about personality for a moment. Some of us are great risk takers. Some people are very risk adverse. And then there's the people in the middle. But your relationship with risk is a very big factor in how you structure your limitation network. I call it a network because one limitation generally builds on another limitation. Your ability to stop listening to the outer world is another. We live in what I call earth frame. It means the earthly frame of reference. And when we are living in that frame of reference, of course, we're going to see limitation. But earth also offers unlimited opportunity while also putting no in front of you quite often. And then your relationship with your inner self is a third factor. When you get to know your inner self and can see the what and who of you, you will start to disassemble the limitation network. The really wonderful thing about this process is that because it is a network, when you take down one part of it, other sections will begin to dissolve as well. Now, rarely will the entire network dissolve all at once so that you suddenly feel no sense of self-limitation at all. And in fact, we need certain limitations in our lives. I mean, they, limitation is not all bad. There are definitely times when we need it. But when you are releasing these self-imposed limitations that hold you back, you might find that certain areas will clear. Say a person is terrified of public speaking, but they decide to try it anyway. And as they go through the class or the lessons, they begin to realize that not only are they actually good at public speaking, they enjoy it and people are interested in what they have to say. Now this person steps out into the world with more confidence and a different perspective on the world. Yet they're still going to have another set of mental-emotional limitations of some sort. Perhaps they think they're not attractive or they won't do well in personal relationships or they're not good at sports. The list of how we limit ourselves is limitless. And honestly, that list is not important. You don't need to sit down and write down another whole list of how you hold yourself back. Honestly, if you spend that much time focusing on your limitations, you're probably setting up another self-imposed limitation. But when you figure out one thing that you has going on that is holding you back, just one thing, and simply decide to try and change or shift that one thing, it's amazing what will change. Perhaps you are always putting off doing the dishes. And maybe you decide, okay, 
I'm not going to leave a dirty dish on the counter. I'm either going to put it in the dishwasher, or if I don't have a dishwasher, I'm going to wash the dishes before I leave the house or before I go to bed, so that when I wake up in the morning, I have a clean counter to work on. And you do it one night, and then you do it the next night, and all of a sudden, it starts to become kind of a habit until you do it enough that it becomes a habit. But you might see in that process that other things start to shift a little bit. Maybe because that kitchen counter is clean, you feel better about the kitchen. And then you feel better about yourself somehow. And then you let go of another little thing and another little thing. It's very, it can be very subtle, but it can be very, very powerful. And as you go about changing whatever habit it is, whatever thing that is, whether it's a thing that you do or a way that you think about things, as you go about changing that habit, your self-image will change from being the one who is always has dirty dishes or the one who always thinks that something can't be done to the one who is here and present and moving forward. Imagine how much can trickle down from that one change, more harmony within, feeling better about yourself, not having the idea in your head that you've got this thing that you have to do, whether it's dishes or whether it's a work project or whether it's just something in your head. When you have released one of those things that's nagging at you, it'll start to tug on the strings of the other ones and they'll start to let go a little bit at a time as well. At some point, you may actually discover how you developed the limiting thinking or the limiting behavior, but that is not the most important thing about this process. Knowing where it came from can be helpful, but it's really easy to get wound up and tied up into how it came to be in the first place, and then you're distracted. The important thing is to keep yourself moving forward. Insights will come, and there most likely will be moments when you go, aha, but then you can just let it go and without analyzing it. This releasing without analyzing is something I can speak to from my years and years and years of practice. When I first started in this teaching, I was like, I have to let go. I have to figure things out. I have to know where they come from. I have to understand them. And it was over many, many years that I began to understand that, yeah, there were things that were right in my face, and I knew where they started, and it was helpful for me to go in and and look at where it came from, and I was able to release it from that perspective. But the longer I practiced this, the more I realized that nothing really came from the outside. Something happened on the outside, but I did all of that, my work around it and my limitation setting and my um, drama around it in my own mind. I did it there. And so knowing where it came from was maybe helpful sometimes, but it never, never changed what I had done inside my own head. <laughs> And I would laugh and I would just set about working inside my own mind, my own emotions on how I was going to make that shift. And another part of it was I got tired of dealing with the outside world so-called causes. 
I didn't want to deal with them anymore. It was like, okay, so this happened. This person did this thing. This person said this thing. I was told all these things as a kid that I could and could not do because I was a girl. Okay, so that happened. I can't go back and and, uh, tell those people off. I can't make them, I can't go back and make it not happen. All I can do is change the way I think about it now. That's the only thing I can change. And when I start to change about how I'm thinking about it now, I'm releasing another thread in that network of limitation because I'm not buying into it anymore. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Yes, a little bit of analysis will go into that, I guess. I mean, I have you have to think about it and sort of see how it comes together. And at the same time, you don't have to drill down to where it's kind of bleeding either. There's, there's a, a balance there. But there are other things that I have had in my life that just come up and go, oh yeah, I remember you. And because of the work I had done, I was able to just, they just, it just went. I didn't even have to work at it very hard because I was ready to let go of it. And maybe that's another part of this whole conversation about releasing the limit, limiting thoughts and feelings is, are you ready to let them go? Are you let it, ready to let just one of them go? Just letting one go will make such a huge difference. And the truth is, is that we all get to that point at different times. And if you're trying to release something before you really are comfortably ready to let it go, you're going to have a hard time doing that. There actually is a time. There is a season for everything. And we get ready in different ways for different reasons. And just, I I don't want you to think that you should be walking around going, I have to let go of this. I know I need to let go of this. Okay, tell yourself that once, but then let it go. Don't beat yourself up for it you will get to a place where you're ready. And the thing is, is it might be that you find another limiting thought or feeling or habit that you let go of, and this other one that you've been beating yourself up about, let's go too. Remember, this is not a linear process. And the other part is, it is useless to try to remove every limitation that you have developed. First of all, we're not even aware of every single limitation we've set up for ourselves. That would be impossible. So many of them are so subtle and so uh, so deeply in our unconscious that it, we a lot of them we'll never discover. And maybe the good news there is that those are the deepest ones are probably not the ones that are limiting the most. I think the ones that get in our way, they're the ones that are closer to the surface. You know, there's a lot of energy focused on limited thinking. And each of us has spent a great deal of time and effort developing and building our limitation networks. I mean, really, in their own way, they're works of art. But there does come a time when change is necessary. And when that time comes, realize that every limitation you set up for yourself served its purpose at the time. You did it for a reason. You did it because you were protecting yourself in some way. And that doesn't, it, and, and that protection didn't have to be from some horrible, awful, abusive thing. It could simply be from being uncomfortable or not knowing what to do in the moment. And then you set up a barrier and then it becomes some sort of a subconscious limitation. 
all of this is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. We all have limitation networks and we all need them to a certain degree. We need to have healthy boundaries. We need to be able to say, no, I'm limiting this. I'm not doing this. But the point of this conversation is about the self-imposed limitations that don't let us be who we are, that, that hold us back from being the true expression of the divine that we are meant to be. That's where, and that's why we need to become aware of these limiting thoughts so that we can move forward. Again, every limitation has a shelf life. So when you look at these limitations, when you look at something that is holding you back, it may be that you becoming aware of it because you're ready to let it go. It's not useful to you anymore. The truth is, is we very rarely do something that doesn't serve us in one way or another. So becoming aware of how you're limiting yourself in just one way. I mean, you, it's very, I, I know I'm repeating myself, but it's like, I could sit down with my entire set or network of limitations and think, wonder how I even function in the world. But when I step back from it and look at what's stopping me right now in this very moment, you know, what was stopping me from doing this particular podcast? What brought me to doing the podcast on when everything goes off the rails because I couldn't, I was having such a hard time doing a podcast. And then what came through looking at this was that um, somehow or another, I thought I had it in my head that if I missed a week on the podcast, I was letting the entire world down. And of course, I had to remember this is a podcast and life goes on. And I looked at that and it was like this level of responsibility that somehow got laid on me and I accepted was part of the problem because when I was putting so much pressure on myself to sit here and do a podcast, of course, I couldn't talk because I was putting too much pressure on myself. So I was limiting myself. And so now it's, it's like, okay, this is a thing I do because I love it, not because I have to do it. And when I came at it from that perspective, it all got better again. So when you become aware of a limiting idea in your thinking, think about how much it's getting in your way. Think about how you would like it to be different. Think about how you might dissolve it or change it because you can change your thinking. You can release these limiting ideas. Now, this is not to be confused with being in control and forcing yourself to do something different. That's not what this is about. This is about gently looking at it, gently nudging it, and, and gently deciding that you might want to be doing things a little bit differently. It's also not about beating yourself up if you start to make that change and you find yourself going back to that limiting idea again. That's going to happen. Very rarely do these things dissolve overnight. Occasionally they will. Occasionally you'll be sitting there and you'll get this aha and you go, ah, I don't have to do that anymore. And you move on beautifully and easily. A lot of the time, though, we have to work at it a little bit. And if it's a, a belief that we have had for years and years and years and years, it's going to take a little while before we're able to change that thinking. And even when we're changing the thinking, we might feel a little bit uncomfortable because something feels different and you have to get used to it. 
it's kind of funny to say, well, I have to get used to not feeling limited in this area anymore. But that is a fact that that happens too. It's like, oh, this is really nice. But, but, oh, yeah, this is really nice. But, but, and eventually you go, oh, this is really nice. So love yourself. Love your limitations. Just look at them and see how they make this sort of network of, of, of all these different ideas that you've kind of set up to keep you in your place, however that is. And remember that you are a spiritual being, that you have a lot more power and a lot more control within yourself than you really often realize. It's all inside you. No matter what other people have told you, no matter what limitations people have taught you, what you're doing with it inside your own mind, in your heart, is what really matters. And when you get in touch with that, when you open your mind and you open your heart to a new way of being, to a new way of being free from whatever that limitation is, that's when you will be able to move forward where you will blossom and be the true divine being that you are. And that will let your light shine in this world and you will affect and help other people as well. I wish you a blessed week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.